What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. A couple quick reminders to download and play Hollow Knight and Shadow of War. And if you have PS5 bug snacks, all offered on PlayStation Plus, make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Cube World. Um, <laughs> make sure to download that, play that, and uh, come back at the end of the month. Uh, for game of the month, we will be picking your guys's. Uh, well, you guys will be picking your community pick game of the month then, and we'll be discussing uh, Cube World. So make sure to come back for that and type in GOTM on your comment with the game that you would like us to all play in December for the community pick game of the month. We have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon link down below if you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, and sharing this video, and uh, subscribing if you have not subscribed already, and letting your friends know to subscribe as well. We are almost at 2,000 subs. We're trying to hit that soon. Um, yeah, so Tasty Tuesday, very special Tasty Tuesday. Xbox has officially launched. It is out now in the wild. And uh, hopefully any of you who are hoping to get your hands on one have gotten your hands on one or will get your hands on one soon. And PS5 will follow very soon. With that news, like last Tasty Tuesday, very light. Very light lately. There's a couple things here and there. Take two is thinking about buying Codemasters, I guess, which is very interesting. But I want to wait to see what they do before I, you know, kind of talk about that more. And uh, I guess CD Projekt Red is confirming that Cyberpunk is coming out in December, but also uh, saying it in a way that uh, people are worried they might delay it even further. If they do, um, we'll play when we play it, I guess. But with that, uh, I had to find something to talk about. So uh, I got two videos pulled. Uh, one for, uh, you know, well, I guess it's for everybody, but, uh, you know, it's going to be on Xbox and then another for PS5. So let's jump into the videos I'm going to watch. First one being uh, Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla is also out today, which I'm very excited about. Um, really want to play it. Uh, looks very cool and robust. Well, there's a video, uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla Gameplay Walkthrough, Xbox Series X, um, that I'm going to be watching here. And, uh, yeah, they're going to do a walkthrough, talk about gameplay, and I'll watch it. We'll talk about it and uh, see if it changes my hype level for this game that I'm already very hyped for. So let's just jump into it. Three, two, one, and go. the real raw power of the most powerful console ever made the xbox series x will change your life for the best hopefully maybe you'll play and you'll be like holy shit my life is way worse because my my world doesn't look Hi, this beautiful rendered in glorious 4k graphics and we are looking forward to players play our game on xbox series x and series s i'm really la excited Ferrari? to be here today to do a deep dive into our gameplay la la failure it's a cool last name the settlement is really the heart of the experience of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Being a Viking clan leader, this is where your clan lives with you. 
and you see the village prosper as you have many adventures in the, in the I game. I love the Basically, way this game looks. Um, you have buildings that you can upgrade and renovate. Uh, this cool. is where you're going to see the consequences of all the decisions that you've made in the game. The settlement also I offers the foliage many customization opportunities. Really good job. Very so you are able to kind of tailor the settlement to your own tastes and needs. As you progress through the game, you will unlock many different modern, buildings, modern, and each of those buildings will give you many possibilities, whether it's a blacksmith where you get to upgrade your gear, or maybe a tattoo artist where you can customize the appearance of your character and your hairstyle, and even some a place where you can have your, your collections through the Roman collectors or the hunters or the, the fishermen. Every single quest arc in the game is introduced to what we call the War Table. And you'll see different opportunities for your clan. Maybe it's to organize a wedding to kind of gain the favors of a local lord, or sometimes it's an opportunity. Already, for it seems like they've gone much deeper. Or sometimes maybe this game, a character that you mean will have an agenda cool. of its own. The, the goal is to have a lot of different. The last three iterations have really been tiptoeing towards this RPG flavor that uh, inevitably they're going to just make a full characters as well. And all I mean, of this is kind now, of channeled through the war table. They're really mixing. Being your lead counselor. Um, so the way it the prior field is that when you go in your settlement, you new. consult with Ranvi, and she will basically tell you what the local lords have been uh, talking about. So really, the settlement is the heart of the Gossip. experience of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's meant to be where you start and end every quest arc in the game. So it's really meant like to be that. this central piece for like players. There's like a hub that you're upgrading. It's very and cool. And see Prosper as they uh, live the adventures of the game. good-looking game as a Viking leader one of the main activities you do in the game is raiding so basically uh, you leave from your settlement on your longboat with your crew and you attack a strategic Saxon location Witcher 3 confirmed Witcher 4 modern edition confirmed this is cool too because it's something they kind of dabbled in in the last game but not to the when same you raid, extent you find the, special the resources, battles and you can use those resources to later on upgrade your settlement unlocking new buildings and new possibilities that is a fucking huge freezer just full of meat so the raiding really fits within the main loop of the game and enables you to see your clan prospering in england The zealots. Making a game about Vikings, we really wanted to deliver on the brutality of the combat. I split you. There's some beheading. You can really feel the impact of the weapons connecting. Also, we wanted to give the players a range of abilities that they can equip and try to really customize the playstyle that they want. And Stealth. all the abilities are really grounded into what it means to be a Viking fighting. I want to be a Viking ninja. Another thing about the combat is the variety of the oh, enemy archetypes in the game. Looks cool. We really want to push the challenge forward for the players to kind of 
have very good fighting experience that feels really good in the long run. So the combat 50, does look like it flows game, better. You still have a challenge. Not the animations. The animations. The animations in, in Assassin's Creed games have been fucking amazing since the beginning, but the flow of combat seems a little more smoothed out. It feels it looks less sticky, I guess. You can't have a great fighting system without epic boss fights to really challenge the players to their full capacities. Yeah, but and I'm telling that you from a personal just like a point of view, the first time I grabbed the controller in my damage hand sponge. and did an amazing boss fight at 60 FPS, the game was just so smooth, it was so nice, just an awesome, really, really cool moment. Vikings were famous explorers, and we wanted to bring some of that flavor into the game to have the players feel like they're exploring. Can I say it a again? Brand new I'm world. gonna say it one more time. Maybe another time after that. This is a really nice looking game. It's very pleasant to look at. It's really like even even on a technical level, graphically, it looks fucking great. But like just the design of it, the the, the fucking lush foliage and the sprawling landscapes really fucking gorgeous. One of the tools we have for this is the raven. That, so the raven that's like the biggest, raven, like when I first saw gameplay, I was like, that's the biggest reason why I play this right now, is just to explore that world. And every opportunity, every beam of light has a surprise or a little challenge for players to discover. I like surprises or little challenges. And what's great about the raven on Series X is that we have little to There's no little challenge for you. So we always have this immersive experience always Pop -pop available, gets a little challenge. always there, uninterrupted by loading times. Oh yeah, Talk Vikings to were baby. not welcome in England. The Saxons didn't want them there, and sometimes fighting just doesn't cut it. So you have to use other options like social stealth, and fans of the franchise will be happy to see that iconic gameplay back into this game. Uh, just with the blending of the monks, which is actually a great tribute to Assassin's Creed 1, Man. or just sitting on the benches unnoticed. Do I using buy this for PC, or do I wait to get my PS5? Of England, it's just a really cool feeling. And for infiltration, a great tool for this is the Odin site, as it highlights enemies, loot, key items, so you have every information Cheats. at your disposal Cheats for you. to just sneak in and make your way through. This is the Odin cheat button. Odin lets you cheat. See everything. Must be blocked from the other side. We couldn't do a game about Vikings without touching on their amazing mythology. Vikings were actually living their mythology on a daily basis. It was part of their daily lives. I'm living so my mythology cool on a daily basis. To that into our game. So in your settlement, there is a seer who lives there, and that seer will send you on a vision quest. And the first world you get to explore is Asgard. Whoa. So this very iconic moment of the Viking mythology is available in that the game. Cool and it's looking great with all the next-gen capabilities we have. So really looking forward to players uh, exploring this amazing world that we've crafted. Or game is leveraging Every game, the they just tiptoe closer to like the fantasy aspects too. They're just dying to make a fantasy RPG. Great fighting, smooth experience, 
or the improved loading times that really creates those immersive moments. On Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we want players to live their ultimate Viking fantasy. Our team started to work on this game three years ago, and very soon three we'll years be able ago? to play it. We've crafted this amazing, massive open world for you to explore. I'm gonna say it again, dude. It's it's really good looking. It's a good looking game. November 10th? That's today. It's out on Xbox Series X, which came out today. Alright, that is Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay walkthrough. And I gotta tell you guys, I am stoked. I uh, I, I really want to play this. Um, my history with Assassin's Creed, for anyone who might be uh, new here, um, I, I like Assassin's Creed. I liked uh, where they went with it early on. Um, but it did obviously get kind of um, drawn out and kind of um, monotonous. And then when they did the uh, new... Um, vision of assassin's creed maintaining you know a lot of stuff that keeps it assassin's creed but making it head in this rpg direction i feel like it was a really smart move i feel like um what they've done with the series is a lot more interesting allows them to do more interesting things and this game seems to be the culmination of that uh process um bearing fruit finally um the last two games i think were you know as they went got better um, and this one looks even better. So uh, their trajectory seems to be, in my opinion, going uh, very well. Um, this game looks fantastic technically, uh, design-wise, looks beautiful. Uh, Gameplay-wise, looks to be fine-tuning everything that they're doing in the prior games in a better way. I haven't gotten my hands on it yet, so I can't confirm that. But just visually, it seems like there's a lot more things to work towards a lot more you know rewards happening here and the way that you're playing the game and getting things um the the uh, world seems to be big and uh worth exploring uh combat seems to be um you know taking from the prior games but um being more streamlined more smoothed out seems like the combat seems to flow better in my opinion and um yeah, uh, you know, they're keeping the stealth there, but uh, now you have these raids happening, these battles happening. Um, you're running through, you know, groups of people and fighting them while your team is fighting, going down rivers on boats. Um, it's just uh, AC has, as in both iterations of their uh, uh, philosophy on building the game, have uh, been really good about slowly evolving um, for the better. And, uh, you know, I, I have heard this game is buggy as of right now. That's to be expected with any Ubisoft game, but they'll get that smoothed out. But outside of that, um, I've been hearing very good things, and uh, that's really cool to hear. So I'm very stoked on this. I haven't purchased this game yet. I'm thinking about doing it right now for PC, but at the same time, I, I kind of want to get it for my PS5 as well. Um, so I don't fucking know what I'm going to do, but I am going to play this. I'm, I'm very excited, and I have a feeling I'm going to like this. Not to slight the game, but um, I think I'm going to like this more than Watch Dogs 2. Not that they're really comparable games, but they're both Ubisoft games releasing, you know, as of recent, and uh, I've been trying to play Watch Dogs 2, but it's not gripping me. Looking at this, though, I feel like if I owned this right now, I would be playing it. I really want to play this, so I'm excited. I'm going to play this soon. I'm sure I'll be talking about it on TastyCast soon, so stick around for that. Subscribe if you haven't. And um, 
yeah, let me know in the comments. What do you guys think about Assassin's Creed Valhalla? What do you think about this walkthrough? What features are you most excited about? Uh, what are you not excited about? If something has changed, you're like, oh, God, I don't want them to do that too much. Um, let me know. And uh, are you picking this up? And what are you picking it up on? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Next thing I'm going to watch is Demon Souls State of Play for PS5. Um, as you guys know, we watched, or maybe you don't know because you don't, you know, familiar with this channel we watched a demon souls video last week uh showing gameplay this is a bit like what we just watched it's a walkthrough of what to expect uh with demon souls for ps5 some of the stuff that's going into it some of the thoughts on uh what you know they they made here and maybe some features here that are um specific to this new iteration it's 12 minutes so we're just going to jump into it watch it talk about it as it goes and um yeah, well, let's let's jump into it. Three, two, one, go. Ooh, not not that fast. Okay. Hello, I'm Gary Guys, Moore, Xbox Director for Series X is out now. This is a Next gen is here. PS5 coming. Transforming a beloved uh, PlayStation Classic into a stunning um, showcase for the PlayStation 5. Next gen's here. Respect, like fucking, we're, here looks, we go. We're moving into some new right territory gaming-wise. It's fucking exciting. Gaming. We're all massive fans of the original game. And we wanted to bring everything we possibly could up to a level that modern gamers expect. And that includes the power and variety at your control in the character creator. These character from models look nothing like a from software game. But, there are many uh, thousands of nice permutations for you to explore. Empowering this is you not to what I'm expecting with Demon Souls, Dark Souls. To, whoever that might be. Any kind of souls. Demon Souls is anchored by a hub, the Nexus. The Nexus Ooh, is how you'll get to the game's five that's a sharp ass game. each of which leads to a different land in Boletaria. There are also many NPCs here who are a key part of the storytelling experience. We were lucky enough to bring back many of the original cast to take on their iconic roles. Now let's enter the first Archstone. The thing I love about the this is... Of the small king I mean, just like the last game, this is a next-gen ass-looking game. They're not fucking around. Like, this is really good-looking. Oh, it's so weird to see. Last time I saw this was on PS3. It did not look like this. Puppy. He's kind of a fatty. He's got all that just fucking save it later. I'm collecting these people, they're mine. It's my collection, don't touch it. Now, the real Demon Souls begins. As long as the real one, that's all I fucking care about. Attacking, blocking, and dodging all use stamina, so the player must always consider where they are, mm -hmm. what they're facing, mm -hmm. and what their foes are capable of. Now, these jigglings aren't particularly daunting. Their patterns are relatively simple, and their attack ability somewhat limited. Still, even these earliest enemies can pose a threat if the player loses focus. That's how they get you. You're like, oh, I've done this a million times, and they go, whap, 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 and just kill you, and you're like, oh, fuck. For those who played Demon Souls on PlayStation 3, 
You'll notice enemies behave exactly as you remember. It looks the same. They've played 60 frames a second in performance mode, and animations have been completely redone. Combat timing is just as it was. We're actually using original code for these core gameplay pillars, the untouched essence of the game around which everything else has been beautifully that. remade. It's a modern engine driving this white-knuckle combat experience where the slightest error could mean your death. That's awesome to hear that the animations are new, but they kept the same combat timing. Because no one's going to be able to complain about, like, well, I changed it, so it's not the same. Well, well, well like, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what they should have done, and they did it. The animations look fantastic, very smooth, very fluid. But the timing really matters because, I mean, that's, like, one of the more important things, if not the most important things, when it comes to the gameplay of any Souls game. We're playing in performance mode, which targets 60 frames a second, running at a beautiful dynamic play. 4K. There's also a cinematic option that's an even more vivid native 4K, targeting 30 frames a second. Whether your preference is fluidity and responsiveness, or simply the most detailed possible experience, I'd like to see what it looks like in the higher graphics, the better, sharper graphics. But a game like this, I'm gonna want to play as smooth as possible. Not that 30 frames per second, you're gonna have any lag, but um, 60 frames, just you know, doubling that, getting that really smooth gameplay in a game where you know it's known for hitbox porn. Um, is definitely preferable. A lot of times, you know, in a lot of games, like, oh, yeah, the graphics, but no, I need to take advantage of the PlayStation 5's impressive 10-bit well 3D like audio. Now you can hear Imperial spies in the Palace of Boletaria creeping up behind you, or a creature slithering out of the really? slime in the Valley of Defilement, far below. Now you can experience this stunning world in 3D audio just by connecting a headset. That's really cool to hear. I wasn't We're expecting really to see them jump the in to the 3D audio engine so quickly like that. We wanted to like make this. combat feel grittier and darker. So this is the perfect way to feel steel clash against steel or the crackle of a fireball in the palm of your hand before you cast it at your enemies. Oh, I remember you, Rock. We've left the open air of Boletaria and descended into the lair of the Flame Lurker, deep within Stonefang Mines. Flame Lurker is one of the most beloved of all of the Demon Souls bosses. Yeah, and I remember here he's him. brought to life in amazing detail. The real-time lighting and incredible particle effects, as well as a deadly redesigned arena, all culminate in a spectacular battle set in a world of fire. And the music here as you battle Flame Lurker is one of many incredible tracks created for Demon Souls. On PlayStation 5, we've rearranged and fully reorchestrated Shinsuke Kida's breathtaking score with 120 world-class musicians performing at the legendary Air Studios in yeah, I watched a video on, on them working on the score for the game and it is, uh, it sounds fantastic, but the amount of work they put into that is so appreciated. They could have easily just kind of like brought the old music back in, which would have been fine, and like cleaned it up a bit, or, you know, put about the same effort as they were going into it, but they, they really went out of the way to, to kind of celebrate the, the music of the game. The Tower of Latria. This is the first part of the third Archstone. It's truly one of the most unforgettable areas in Demon's Souls. It's so haunting and claustrophobic. It's rife with detail and countless nooks and crannies. 
On PlayStation 5, we've radically increased the object density. The stage is absolutely littered with rubble, broken vases, and abandoned clutter. It's an amazing set piece for enemy encounters. These mine flares. It does look. Cast glowing projectiles down long corridors. For all of it the does look more dense in, like uh, in, in what's on screen. Not just textures, beauty, obviously, but like echoing the, tragic the stuff on the ground, glorious, the objects in, but now in the room. Kingdom of Something that you know PS3 wasn't gonna have. Honestly, I'm excited because it's, you know, brand new, crispy looking, really nice, plays great. I'm just also excited to play Demon Souls again. Because I haven't played Demon Souls in fucking years. Moving on to the rain-soaked Shrine of Storms. Each class in Demon Souls has a radically different feel. Knights in their armor are tough, but a bit clumsy when dodging an attack. The thief, on the other hand, is quick and sure of foot but requires finesse to inflict a killing blow. That was a quick-ass jump. Motherfucker's looking like the cap attack. Yeah, play it, go play it. Veterans might notice that we've Sega. added new animations for all weapon types. Of course, next gen's here, go play Sega Genesis. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Of the original attacks. It's a small change, but it helps make each weapon choice feel a little bit more unique and makes the thrill of landing a perfect backstab all the more satisfying. Nice. I like backstabs. Anyone who played Demon Souls on PlayStation 3 knows that the Valley of Defilement is one of the most challenging, demanding levels in the game. We're so excited for those players to revisit this gloomy, arresting swamp, now with performance mode at a targeted 60 frames per second. This area was a particular challenge because we wanted to preserve the occasionally disorientating, almost maze-like nature of the stage while building on the mythos of Boletaria. After all, this is a place of outcasts and the unwanted. We wanted the valley to feel much more alive with the PlayStation 5 remake, and it gave us a rare chance to revisit a truly iconic level in gaming history. Yeah, bro, you poisoned. Just stop and take a sip of that, too, while you're at it. And before we wrap up, here's a first look at the Dirty Colossus, a nightmarish mishmash of detritus that's been discarded from above. Whoa, the best cool. bet for success here is to keep your distance and time your attacks carefully, and use a weapon that can burn through this toxic monstrosity. That is, uh, the UI is really fucking big. In the left corner, bottom left corner. 
Like, that looks huge to me for some reason. It looks really clean and nice. I like the way it looks, but, uh, very sterile looking, but it seems huge. Gigantic. Why'd you let that happen? You've just gotten a taste of what's awaiting you this November. Demon's Souls is one of the most what's celebrated gems in PlayStation history. It defined a new genre of action RPGs, focused on True. tactical combat, environmental True. storytelling, True. groundbreaking synchronous and asynchronous multiplayer elements, and True. an emphasis on trusting the player to learn, master. Let me in the comments. Have they have they done anything with the multiplayer? Have they said anything about that yet? Like, is it the exact same as the one before? SIE Worldwide Studios and Blue Point Games. Twelfth. The come, comes out fucking two days. For those who hold it dear, and for um, a whole new generation. Or have they changed it, and made it more like you know Dark you Souls or something? Dark Souls Three in particular. Because as much as I would love for them to um, maintain. The original feel i would love to play multiplayer in like a really straightforward way that's just me being self selfish i guess um overall i think it was fantastic looking um i'm really excited to uh turn the quality of this video up so it doesn't look like shit. but also um game looks great visually um I do think it looks a lot cleaner and more sterile than the original Demon Souls, but I can that's not a nitpick necessarily. It's just an observation that it doesn't it, it lacks some of the atmosphere from the original Demon Souls, but I'm that's fine. Like it's just different, it's new. It's a PS5 game, they want to show off the graphics, it's fine. Um, but on that outside of, you know, that that atmospherically it looks different, it is a very smooth, sharp, uh, vibrant looking game. Um the lighting's great. Um, the reflections on the armor look great. Uh, the animations look awesome. Something I really wasn't expecting them to put as much work into. Because uh, the first Demon Souls, PS3 game, but um, was a little janky in some of its uh, gameplay, I guess. Uh, you know, still uh, very precise where it mattered when it came to combat. But, you know, movements and stuff like that could look kind of off. Um, the world looks awesome awesome it's so cool to see uh these areas that i recognize um rendered in this kind of detail it's, it's fucking dope i love it um even seeing this beginning area is uh is is so cool um i love that they have redone the animations um and made them better but maintained um uh, how the game played exactly from the original um, that's so important you, you that, that would really upset some people including myself i'm not a purist but um i don't want this to feel like any third person action game um i want it to feel like demon souls it needs to feel exactly like demon souls otherwise it's not it's not demon souls the core thing to the souls games outside of the um uh, you know the lore that, of the stories they're telling and the worlds they're building is the gameplay. The gameplay you have to nail it. If you don't nail it, it's gonna upset everybody. 
Um, so it sounds like they really respected that. I really dig that. Uh, they respected the music. Uh, like I said, I've heard some of the music um, that they've redone, and it's fantastic sounding. Uh, it's going to be very cool to hear. And on an audio note, that this game is going to have 3D sound um, available to it uh, on the new PS5 uh, audio engine. Very cool. Very cool to hear. Um, they could have not done that or, you know, kind of done some lazy 3D audio, which I haven't listened to it, so I don't know what it sounds like. But, you know, that they brought it up sounds like they, they did something to it worth noting. Um, if, if they didn't do that, I I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't even thought about it. A game like this is not playing for atmospheric 3D sound. Um, it never set a standard for that in the first place, so I'm not going into it. You know, worrying about it, um, but here they are talking about it, being able to hear in every direction. That's that's awesome. I'm a huge audiophile. I fucking love um, any kind of audio design beyond even music or uh, sound effects, but um, you know, details in audio and, and directional audio and stuff like that. So, um, very excited to hear this game as well. Um, hopefully, one of my headsets fucking work. I'm sure they do on the PS5. I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm, I think I read somewhere or heard from somewhere that you can just plug it in and it'll work. So it's probably a case by case basis. But all my stuff is pretty fucking um, big companies that make it, so it would make sense if it worked. Because um, they keep showing off the PS5 headset, and uh, I'm sure it's fine, but I don't want that. So. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, this looks awesome. I can't wait to get this. This will be a day one purchase for me. Um, it's that doesn't come in my bundle, but I'll, I'll be buying this um, ASAP because this is a must-play game for me, um, and I can't wait to play it. So, um, yeah, let me know in the comments what do you guys think about Demon's Souls State of Play PS5. Are you excited for this? Are you not excited for this? Are you a purist? Maybe there's some things that are off about this game, but I know you're going to fucking play it. Like, anyone who's, like, a big fan of Demon Souls or Dark Souls is going to play this regardless. Even if you're like looking and going, mm, they didn't really nail certain things about it. I know you're, you're going to fucking at least want to try this game. Um, so, yeah, let me know what you're thinking about it. Are you stoked? Are you not stoked? Uh, what's your favorite thing that you saw? What do you think about some of the redesigns that they've done? Um, how do you think uh, it's carrying over from PS3 and the way it looked and played over to PS5? And uh, is there any kind of features uh, that you'd like to see come back or brand new features be put into the game? I kind of brought up the multiplayer. I'd like to see it changed, uh, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm okay on a purist level if they keep it the same. Like, okay, that's fine. That's how, that's how it was. But if they made it uh, you know, a little more straightforward in how to play with uh, each other, um, I'm not going to complain. So... Uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the tastiest of Tuesdays. Next Gen is here, guys. Hopefully, you get uh, a chance to get your hands on one of these consoles. Um, so, always thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams. Links down below. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, and uh, we have a Patreon for people who would like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, sharing, and watching the videos all the way through, and subscribing, and telling the friends to subscribe. It's all appreciated. Thank you. And. Uh, yeah, my name's Seth. Till next episode, which will be something. I'm currently going through footage of the first chapter of the raid in Ghost Tsushima Legends. We beat it. We got the footage. I'm going to share that if you want to see what the first chapter of three chapters is like. And uh, Tasty Cast coming this weekend. And um, 
yeah, hopefully I'll have my PS5 this weekend. So I will most likely do an unboxing and an impressions video soon. So until then, uh, have a good week, guys, and uh, take it easy.